This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> Actually, that being said, yeah. welcome to Give That Some Thought. The first time we've ever introduced the program with the actual <laughs> name of the show. That's right. Give That Some Thought. Uh, I'm Jen Dad. Joining me is Matt Bot. Matt Bot, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> uh, right. The Jews did 9-11. That's right. Well, and and that being said, we are working on Matt Bot's programming, ladies and gentlemen of the audience. Um, uh, we programmed a lot of nationalist tendencies into him, into Matt Bot, and they slid ever so slightly into racism and we do apologize for that we're working on it we've got our finest engineers on it yeah it's very hard we're doing the best to we can. separate uh, <laughs> nationalism from racism it's true eventually it becomes about race it is and that's what we're trying to avoid yeah. here and give that some thought but uh how would you make uh, Matt Bott? uh let's see it started out not that great yeah <coughs> always start out not that great <laughs> uh my wednesdays which is my monday yeah um no, it was Thursday. It was Thursday because, uh, yeah, Wednesday I got an email from the, uh, the the manager of the apartment complex saying we need to be in your apartment at 7 a.m. on Thursday morning Okay, to do some maintenance As because the older couple below me having their, their uh, AC replaced, so they need to be able to run a, a new pipe down through the apartment right. into their apartment. Right. I uh, called her back and I said, 8 a.m. 8 a.m. <laughs> just please, just want, just uh, give me that. Well, you know, <laughs> she gave me less than 24 hours, and this was less than 24 hours. 8 a.m. Right. You know, no big deal. I'm not getting up till 8 a.m. They can come in at 8 a.m. while I get ready for work. <laughs> right. She said, "Oh, oh okay. I'll let. Uh, I'll let. I don't have a bong. I'll let. Uh, I'll let them know. 6:40 <laughs> <laughs> on Thursday morning." <laughs> And I yell, at the, I, I yell from my bed at the door. Miss Norma, I told Miss Norma 8 a.m. Come back at 8. Cursing on the other side of the door. Stomping down the stairs. I'm like, whatever. Sleep. <laughs> 6.45. My door opens. Oh, Christ. And two maintenance guys come in. And, 6.45. So five minutes yeah, later. Yeah. And you remember the maintenance guy I was telling you about how I locked my keys in my apartment like two weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. He, he 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 leans through the door and points at me while I'm laying in bed and says, "This is fucking happening. We're getting in here to work on this AC 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 unit, and there's nothing you could do about it." That's what he says. Yeah, to you. <laughs> and I'm, I look up. I'm like, "You don't have permission to get in here. You can't be in here. You have to get out. Get out." And he's like, "Robbie, go do it." And Robbie's like this six two black dude <laughs> walks into my apartment, goes back to the fucking walk in closet to go do what he's. To go run whatever, feed the lion from the roof. Right. <laughs> and I'm laying in bed, fucking naked except for my comforter. Like, laying in bed, like, looking at, him, at the dude, and he points at me. He's like, if you ever need maintenance again, don't you fucking expect us to come. <laughs> and I told you how, what a, what a, what a fucking douche he was over me locking my keys in my apartment. I don't think you told me that. Okay, well, long story short, right. I locked my keys in my apartment. I... I went to a neighbor who was like, hey, I locked my keys in my phone in my apartment while I'm changing my laundry in the laundry room. Do you th- uh, can I use your phone to call maintenance? She's like, well, John's right there. She points across the way, and it's the head maintenance guy. I go over to him. I go over to him, and I'm like, hey, man, I like my keys in my apartment. 
Right. I, well, I was going to do get some laundry. Here, yeah. uh, you think you can unlock it for me? He's like, sure, 50 bucks. I found bucks. from I found out from the neighbor later on that evening they used to charge seventy five, but it it's cash money, they only accept cash right and it goes right in the maintenance man's pocket. It's extortion. Are they un- hiring? Unlock. Yeah, I just I, just so I know, I just it's <laughs> like a pretty good fucking gig. So what'd you talk him down to? Or did you give him the fifty bucks? I didn't what? give him anything. I, 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 he's like, man, you can't go around ruining people's evenings. People have trying to have a nice evening here, you know? I'm just trying to hang out. Now you're asking me to do work. I'm like, man, imagine being locked out of your apartment. Like, I can't get right. in there this for anything. This is horrible, right. You, through minimal effort, could make my evening a whole lot fucking better. Right. He's like, oh, man, you're good. Like, And this dude's like 5'7". Right. Like, Drives a giant fucking truck, five seven, like super skinny, right. mid forties. Napoleon complex. Definitely has an alcohol uh, alcohol problem, right. right? Like typical. We should have just said, "I got a handle of rum in there. It's yours if you unlock the yeah, door." <laughs> I should have, but I don't want to give him my rum. I didn't want to give up that either. That's- anyway, <laughs> you drive a hard bargain, Matt. <clears throat> so eventually, he takes about twenty minutes, right, getting the key. Even though to get the key, it only took him five minutes on Thursday morning, right. He takes about 20 minutes to get the key. He finally unlocks my apartment. So I go I go up to Walmart, and I buy him a, a six-pack, and I brought a six-pack back to where I knew it would be. I'm like, here, man, I don't, I don't have 50 bucks for you, right. but here's a sixer for opening my apartment. And he, he was all fucking, like, acting like he was too good for it. Anyway, so fast forward to Thursday same morning. Same guy that stuck his head in. This is fucking same happening. Same guy. <laughs> He's like, this is fucking happening. And he points at me. He's like, if you ever need maintenance again, don't you fucking call us because we're not going to come. <laughs> and he slams, he slams my door. So After Robbie left. Yeah, so I jump on the phone. I'm about to call the cops. And Robbie then comes back through. And he's like, we got it. I appreciate it. And I'm like, I fucking don't. <laughs> As I mentioned, Robbie is a 6'2 black dude. Right. Which I've talked to before. Really nice guy. Perfectly, yeah, yeah. The maintenance crew around here are fucking dickheads. He's not one of them. Right. <laughs> but as he's walking out of my 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 apartment at 6.48, <laughs> and he says, thanks, I appreciate it. And I said, I fucking don't. Do you know how hard, right, Addison, you know what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. Do you know how hard it was for me to not say, I fucking don't, you nigger. <laughs> Why did you have to say it on this program? <laughs> because I was so angry. But let me tell you, that's <sighs> ladies and gentlemen, Matt Bot's programming. I insist is being worked on. Nigger, we it's n- uh, nigger. We're okay. He's, uh, no, listen. So <laughs> that proves I'm not racist because that how, was the ultimate. How the f- no, 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 no. That was the ultimate. Oh, because you didn't. No, that was the the ultimate position. I was vulnerable. I had nothing I could do besides call the cops. Right. Which I was thinking about doing. And I didn't want to do because I don't want to fucking deal with cops. Right. But he's Sir, walking, is that a marijuana pipe? <laughs> exactly. He's walking out of the apartment. And do you know how hard, like, like, yeah, in the heat of the moment, uh-huh. I easily could have said that word. Yeah. And I did not. I knew better. In fact, I didn't even think about it. Right. Really? No. Until like five seconds later. And I was <laughs> like, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, and I was like thinking about it. I'm like, I could have said the N word right there. Um, right. And I didn't. Yeah. And so uh, for all the racist things I've said and said over the, this program. Right. 
I hope that the listener understands that that is ninety percent in <laughs> that it's jest. It's not in you, right? Yeah. Because even in the heat of the moment, yeah, you passed it up when I could have. I, 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 it didn't even cross my mind to 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 use that. Right. I'm tremendously proud of you, Matthew. I'm um, not. I'm not. I, <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself that I missed the opportunity. <laughs> no. Uh, you, so anyway, I called a lawyer, and we're going to see about like what the fuck. I didn't. Well, no, it's breaking and entering. Like, I told them they had no consent to get in the apartment. They gave me less than 24 hours. <laughs> Christ. And all this other stuff. You're serious. I didn't get, no, I, yeah, yeah, I am. I didn't get a, I didn't get film of the event, which I should have, as soon as the fucking door started unlocking, I knew what was happening. Right. So I should have jumped up with my phone and filmed the whole thing. I didn't. You should have stood in your living room buck naked, because then they wouldn't have come in. I, no, I should have just then waved my 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 saggy balls and my pathetic <laughs> cock in their in their faces and been like, "Come this and get you, some." Right, this is what you get. Uh, no. So <laughs> anyway, uh, I didn't videotape it, so it's, that's not great. And I didn't file a police report, so that doesn't do too well. Yeah, I did contact. However, I finally it took me it, it took me almost a week to find out who actually owns this apartment complex. Right. Because you, I mean, you, like the shell companies, yeah, yeah exactly. what rich folks do. Man. No, I'm serious, dude. Like, yeah, I, like I know. Mo- I work for a rich guy. Many, they're, they're fucking slimy. Many hours <laughs> of try of googling, yeah. binging, duck, duck, go. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know you can't find your answer if you go to that one. Yeah, I, f- I finally found finally uh, got it. The yeah. guy who owns the building. So I left a, a message on his answering machine today. So we'll see how that turns out. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, if it, uh, I don't. So what you're saying is, uh, dear it, listeners out there, anybody in the St. Charles area that has a place that Matt can crash, please contact us. You can no, go to tripodbroadcasting.com. I'm I'm no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay here. I'm just going to buy a gun. <laughs> can you have firearms here? Some apartments you can't. Uh, this is America. <laughs> no matter what their fake leases say. That's admiralty okay. law. Okay. The Constitution I, still uh, says I can have a firearm, so it's... I'm going to buy a gun. I am going to buy a gun. <laughs> because if I had had a gun by that bed, and they did that, and I pulled the gun out, guess what would have happened? They would have they would have left me the fuck alone and come back at 8 a.m. like they were fucking supposed to. Oh, God. <laughs> How's everybody doing out there in audio land? Oh God, uh, I, I well, I actually I was gonna share, and I for, totally forgot about this when it happened. <clears throat> I was gonna, I'll share a hard R story since you had one. Okay, I was at a store buying some products to sell on the Amazons, and uh, I won't mention the name, uh, but let's just say they sell a lot of home goods, and. <clears throat> And uh, Acme Company, that, that exactly. Oh, and so I'm going around the store doing my thing, scanning things with the app, making decisions on what to buy in order to make profit, mm-hmm. things of that nature. I make my way to the line and I get in line behind approximately four to six other people, mm-hmm. right? So there's four to six other people in line with me. How many people were black? <laughs> Hold on. Just we're getting there, man. I just want to approximate how many actual people were standing in line. Okay, all right, calm down, Matt. But that's that's a joke. That's a joke, that's everybody. Not true. That's right. So I get behind the four to six people. <clears throat> as I was entering the, the four line, to, the four to six sentient beings. Continue. Right. Yeah, sure. As, uh-huh. as I was getting uh, in line, yeah. getting into the queue, there was a woman that I passed that seemed very upset about something. But I'm very much focused. I've got 
the things that I'm looking for and I'm going to pay for them and I, I got to get my tax exempt thing out. You're doing this. numbers in your head of right. like what, what right. I can, you know. I'm in the zone. Yeah, you got a cart and you're thinking, okay, this is going to profit this, this is going to profit right. this. Yeah, right. No, I get it. But I, I, I did notice out of my peripheral, I'm like, mm, this lady seems really upset. Mm. And I got in line. This woman gets behind me and she's in a huff. There's no one with her, but she's doing that middle-aged woman thing. I'm where, in a hurry and everybody else should get out of my way. No, it's the one oh, where, they, okay. where they're talking to themselves so that everybody around them can hear oh, them. okay. Passive and, aggressive, and really, don't you care about my Exactly. My, my, and I'm not really stuff. sure yeah. what the goal, if it's to start a conversation or if it's to like just announce. Like, I, I, But I'm, I'm kind of ignoring her. I'm on my phone. I'm like, I don't want to get Here's the thing, business. Addison. Women used to do that a lot more in the age of social media. So was this an older woman? It was, yeah. Yeah, so, bit, yeah. so she probably isn't social media savvy yet. So she doesn't know how. So she doesn't know how to just tweet about it and shut the fuck up. And get up. attention. That's that right. <laughs> yeah. So she has to go and, and be uh, angry about it passive aggressively in hopes to get attention right. in public. So she's strangers. like, she's like I, I just can't believe that. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. And and I'm kind of like, okay, she's obviously got some a beef of some sort yeah. and I don't want any part of it. Mm-hmm. Then she says, <laughs> there is a young uh, black gentleman who had an apron on for the store. He had a name tag, and so I could tell that he worked there. And he was over behind the counter speaking to someone behind the counter who mm-hmm. also worked there. And she said, I ask, and she yells across the aisle. The queue line is like a U, you know, mm-hmm. a big U-turn. She yells across the six people and says, I asked him to move, and he didn't. Just very much like that. And then this young black gentleman yells across the six people in line. Mm-hmm. Six white people, myself included. Oh. He yells over the top of them loud enough for us all to clearly hear. He says, bitch, you called me a nigger. <laughs> That's what came out of his mouth. And so, as you can imagine, we're all like, okay, this is getting weird for yeah, us. Yeah. We don't know what we're supposed to do. Because you're all like, white, so you're instantly like, how do I disassociate? Right, exactly. I'm not with the bitch that called you a nigger. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. And uh, and then it settled out, but but it was funny because the lady went on and on and on, and she was behind me the whole time, so she was just, like I said, talking Did to Did she herself. use that word again? No, she didn't. She's oh. like, she's like, oh, you're gonna do that. That's just unbelievable. And she's like, and then then I heard her when she got up to the line to pay for her goods, and she's like, she's like, oh, I, I would really like someone to walk me out to my park. And by the way, this was four in the afternoon, broad fucking daylight in St. Louis, mm-hmm. right? It was like ninety four degrees. Yeah. And she's like, I would really like somebody to walk me to my car because I feel very unsafe. No. And and oh, and the, the second thing that I that I miss, she she's gonna ask a. a she, She's going to ask a complete stranger to walk right. her to her car right. to protect her from the complete stranger? Right. Okay. In cool. Brentwood, Missouri. And In Brentwood? Said, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and she said, but so after he said that, she said this, loud get, enough for everybody to hear, yeah. I hope he knows I'm packing. And I was like, why did I choose? Of if, all the towns I could have chose to be born in, I chose this one. Man. If she's packing, why does she need somebody to walk her to? <laughs> exactly, because then the, she said that, and I was like, uh, yeah. "That doesn't really compute." <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, she should have just been like, "It's a good thing my friends Smith and Wesson are here," and then sauntered out. Right. <sighs> Some people, man. Yeah, it was a good time. She was Anyhow. probably just pissed because she had to like wait a couple See hours. See black people. I know. Well, wait it's a couple just, hours before <laughs> her, her Xanax prescription was refilled. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Typical Brentwood, middle class. Oh, yeah. Basic bitches. Yeah, it was awful. But that was an experience that I had, and it was it was worth recounting uh, for the program. Anyways, um, 
Oh, I do have. I actually brought content. Oh, yeah. For the first time. I. In a long while. For the first time in a long while, here's Addison with some content. Don't be rude. It's not that loud. Don't be rude. Hopefully you can hear it. Um. <laughs> Let me pull this up. Hold on. Sorry, if you had a spitball about like the World Series or something. Okay, so <laughs> the World Series. As I was going to bed last night, uh huh. I checked the Twitter machine. Yeah, just what I've been doing. I've found that even though the people are way more cunty, seriously, like like the amount of just self righteous, entitled douchebaggery bullshit on Twitter is unbelievable. You don't say. Oh God. On social media, it's, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You didn't see it coming, but uh, halt the presses. But I was really, I was like, holy shit, like it's it's bad. But I've been checking it more because it seems to be you can curate your content much more. And maybe I just haven't gone through the ropes on Facebook, but on Facebook it seems more like I'm your friend, now I got to see the bullshit you're into. Yeah, yeah. Right? Now, I, I've, I've been told there's been things added where you can mute certain topics and things on Facebook. I just haven't, I don't pull it up that often, so I haven't gone through the trouble. But anyways, I pulled up Twitter. 10.24 p.m. on the 22nd of July, 18. President Donald J. Trump, mm-hmm. at real Donald Trump, if you'd like to mention him, tweets the following. <laughs> Have you seen this yet? I don't I don't know. Are to you? Iranian President oh, yeah. Rouhani. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, okay, have. good. Yeah. <laughs> How could I not? And And the following is in all caps. Never, ever, For any reason, ever, even <laughs> <laughs> from the office, sometimes I start a sentence and I do. I feel like, I honestly feel like we're watching Michael Scott be president. Have you ever thought about that? Uh, No, but- Like it, like the absolute best of intentions. Yeah, yeah. But fuck all when it comes to executing them. Yeah, yeah. Like it's really like a Michael, it's a Michael Scott story. Yeah. Like he just, he, you know the guy means the absolute best. He really does. Sure. But he's- fucking retarded when it comes to making them happen i just thought of that that actually really works anyways <laughs> he says again in all caps never ever threaten the united states again or you will suffer the consequences suffer consequences the likes of which few throughout history have suffered before mm-hmm. we are no longer <clears throat> a country that will stand for your demented words of violence and death. Be cautious. <laughs> President of the United States, yeah. Donald J. Trump, yeah. tweeted this at 10.24 mm-hmm. p.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In my head, at the time it had 56,000 retweets. <laughs> In my head, it's as if Melania just turned him down. And as a result, he was like, okay, well, I might as well stay up late working. And the first thing he saw was just, you know, oh, president of Iran, you know, doesn't wipe his ass after he takes a shit, you know, something minuscule. Yeah, yeah. And he goes straight to Twitter with this well, nonsense. I, first off, the, the whole... <laughs> Matt, do you have an explanation? Yeah, so Donald Trump's <laughs> next move. So you have... A pattern here, and mm. this is the second repetition of the pattern. Um, but for those who understand the patterns of the media and politics, 
it shouldn't be too hard to see what this pattern is. Listener, do you know what the pattern is? It's, I'm, I'm it's not a live program, Matt. Addison, do you know what the pattern is? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, you do. No, I really don't. Okay, well. Are you tweet to anger? I don't know. <laughs> no, no. Rocketman 2.0. Oh, yeah. Piss, piss him off and then be his friend? Well. Good cop, bad cop. We're not. Uh, Mind blown. We're not, it's the same dude. <laughs> <laughs> we're not 100% sure how the North Korea situation will shake out. Um, but it hasn't been the. Oh, Korean unification that we thought before. North Korea isn't as blustery as they have been. Right? And they shook hands. I know that was a big they're deal. Not, uh, they're, they're, they're not rattling their sabers anymore. Right. They're not uh, producing, uh, you know, go, trying to build a, a, a nuclear weapon anymore. But Or so they say. They're still pretty much <laughs> the same old North Korea, which isn't surprising. Uh, but the whole, when, when Trump shook hands, right, with Kim Jong-il... And or Kim Jong Un, and it was uh, Korean unification. It's not going to happen ever, probably. Uh, but it seems to me that this is the same thing, right? And what, what, what? How did that start? It started with Kim Jong Un rattling his sable, saber, and then Donald Trump taking to Twitter, calling him Rocket Man, making it into this big buffoon thing where the media would make fun of him for a month over how. He was so loose and fast with world leaders, and he doesn't take diplomacy seriously. World War Three and World blah, blah, War Three. He's yeah. he's an oof who's going to d- d- totally fuck up the whole North Korean thing. Right, <clears throat> get us all nuked. And then he pretends like him and Kim, Kim Jong Un are best friends, while secretly he says, "Kim, you can keep doing what you're doing. You can be Mister Despot, but you can't interfere with China." You right. can't interfere with what we're doing uh, in that regard. Don't get in the way of my tariffs, basically. Well, basically, <laughs> basically, stop making this an issue for me. You want to keep doing what you're doing behind the scenes, do it, but stop making this an issue of Kim Jong-un, the crazy dictator. Right, that I haven't handled. Exactly. Yeah. So you think he's going to do that with... <clears throat> I, feel I like, don't even know I, who the fuck that is. <laughs> I feel like, well, he's he's the, 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 the leader of Iran, so... I feel like this could be possibly the same the same thing. You wash, rinse, and repeat. You right. you have an international scuffle, right, 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 where this is long term enemy of the United States government, and then you take that long term enemy, you bash him on social media. You work everybody <laughs> up into a frenzy. Right. Over how dangerous this escalation is getting, right. over how you're poking the bear, over how Iran is any day going to invade Jerusalem, <laughs> right? <laughs> About how North Korea is going to toss nukes our way. Right. And we, everybody across the internet sees Shit's these infographics yeah. about how far a nuclear, nuclear missile could fly, <laughs> like we did with South Korea or North Korea, right? It's really like and the then, 60s. And, and, I'm watching Mad Men, the on, nuke scare. Hold on, hold on. And then you go, you just go meet with him. You shake his <laughs> hand, and you'd be like, "Hey, man, you got your game. It's all good. I got mine. <laughs> Chill for a while. We're good till right. I'm reelected again. Right. <laughs> and we'll talk terms then. But till then, calm the fuck. I'll down. let you get this, but you got to play ball for me on this, which right. is right. Which is pretend like I just did something. I scared the shit out of you. Right. 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 
<laughs> Which, no doubt, if the United States military decided decided to turn their full force on Iran or North Korea... It wouldn't be left. Or anybody but maybe Russia. Right. Or China. Or China, yeah. <laughs> we would... It would be... It's dis- game over. It, 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 no contest. <laughs> it, right? right? It's like The Rock wrestling a two-year-old. It's, <laughs> it's not... It's, it's not a fair fight. Right. <laughs> anyway, but so he pokes... The bear. Ramini for a <laughs> month or two, and the press is all up in arms about it, it up. how yeah. Iran is so close and about how Iran is stealing our finger secrets. on the button. Like, That's right. It's, it's, it's <laughs> 10 seconds to midnight on the doomsday clock, and then Trump just walks into Iran or wherever, right. shakes Ramini's hand. They right. do a photo op. He says, make us look nice and good. Okay, make sure slimming like he did, right? Make sure we look nice and awesome and thin. And uh, shakes hands and... Bada boom, bada bang. Bada bing, bada boom. On to the next one. On to the next one. Yeah. Now, I got to ask you about this, too, because there and, are people but, out so, there... But but to me, it's it's kind of genius, because what you're doing is you're playing... <laughs> no, you're, is this 4D chess? <coughs> Will you be voting for Donald Trump no. for re-election? No, not if he run, runs... No, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> what if Gary Johnson runs again? Who are you going to vote for? Uh, anybody but Gary Johnson. <laughs> And what is Iran? <laughs> it seems to me like he's playing the press. Yeah. Very well. Yeah. In that he is... Uh, but didn't he always do that? Yeah. Like, no, absolutely. absolutely. Because he used to go absolutely. on like Howard Stern and say crazy mm-hmm. shit about mm-hmm. finger banging models. And like. And here's the thing. he lo- They loved him so much for it. Cause it's when, a, he was, when he was this, just a, a billionaire. This, just a regular this old billionaire. billionaire. Yeah. Who's this crazy guy who's just going to spout off whatever he wants, and he cr- just creating headlines for him, just <laughs> just, just generating hand over fist, yeah, yeah, and then with his television show, with The Apprentice, right, right, he's creating this this gossip like Monday morning water cooler talk over, right, you know, who did him, Trump fire, right, That's right. How was Trump insensitive to that person on The Apprentice, right, right? How cold and how unfeeling, right? And it seems to me like. It's if this was his long game for the past forty years of how to play the media. <laughs> then holy fuck, he's got us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Of how to get in and really understand the media, and then how to play their game back at him. Yeah. Which, if that's really what he was doing the the past thirty years of being was just a, learning the game, celebrity, was just learning the game of celebrity and the media and yeah. how to play it back at him. Bravo. Like go hats off to you. Make, make go. <laughs> you deserve all the pussy in the world. Seriously, grab every single one you want because don't be rude. <laughs> because you did it, my friend. Yeah, you you, you learned you how won, to take yeah. the beast that is <laughs> Operation the Mockingbird. The the yeah. Anyway, the media and control it. Um, and it seems to me like that's what he's doing it to a certain degree. Is he is yeah using this cycle of the media getting so hyped up and the media making such a big deal out of something like this right in order to make him look bad and make him look like he's crazy mm-hmm. and then he shakes some uh some, somebody's hand some gook's hand <laughs> and at all like instantly a hundred million people in america right who voted for him or who are right-leaning go man that that Look at him. He's he's making the world great again. <laughs> they, you, you, did you not see? Did you not hear? They asked him, "Would you would you accept a Nobel Peace Prize?" He said, "Peace is the prize." Oh my God! 
oh my god this man is amazing i'm gonna vote for him again and that's that that's, that's the game. what he's done yeah and yeah. that's the game he's played and if you understand po- the, po- the political especially the political media game yeah you can see it a mile away yeah but it's just so amazing to to kind of like see Be again the ride. and this yeah. tweet i think to romini was just this He's starting it again with Iran, and he's gonna. In a year from now, he's gonna be shaking hands with Iran, right. and they're gonna go away for a couple of years, right? And then he'll get elected. I don't know. I mean, bravo, I guess. Make America great again. <laughs> there we go. You always put so much rum in mine, Matt. Well, I'm sorry. I feel like you're trying to take advantage of me. Have I ever tried to take advantage of you? <laughs> <laughs> in a non-intellectual way. <laughs> Good caveat. No, so this deal with Trump shaking hands with Putin, mm-hmm. sitting down with Putin, having this, was it like a 20-minute long or like an hour long or something? I don't know. I didn't pay attention to it. Without translators. So the only thing I know is mm. through osmosis of what I have heard. Because I guessed... Ding, through ding, ding, ding. <laughs> a couple of different podcasts, right. or through well, he sat down with headlines, Putin and people yeah. are really fucking mad about it. And I am not understanding why, <laughs> because like I'm seeing people on Facebook quite literally, Matthew, accuse him of treason. Yeah, yeah, for having done this. Mm-hmm. Well, it was the same thing that happened, and I'm not understanding. And uh, I'm open to the idea, but like, like, what is the problem? Yeah, he sat down with who gives a fuck. Here's the thing. Uh, let's, let's. That's all they do. They get in the office and then you hobnob those other guys. Let's com- I don't. Let's compare. Let's compare Trump to another American president <laughs> who who He'll, was in the same boat at some at a point in time. Right. A womanizer. Mm-hmm. Trump. Check. Check. Uh, maybe with the other whoever the other president is. Um. Trump uh, connected to the mafia. Check. Right. <laughs> the other president, were, were the other hypothetical president, right. connected to the mafia. Right. Trump wants to sit Aboard down. Jeffrey Epstein's jet. Wants to sit down and talk peaceably with the Russians. Right. The other president. Uh, yeah, check that too for yeah. both of them. Yeah. The other president is John F. Kennedy. Yeah. Womanizer. Right. Connected to the mafia. <laughs> wanted to he sit good down. Catholic boy, Matthew. Wanted to you. sit down. Right. With Khrushchev. And work things out. And work things out. Right. And if you go back and you look at headlines from back in the day, it was, is Kennedy a, uh, a traitor? traitor? Is he committing right. treason? Right. It was the same news cycle. And th- that brings us back to, you know, what was I was talking about five minutes ago, is that if you learn to spot these things, you learn how the political mind control media game 24-hour news cycle works. Right. You can see this thing, these things from a, a mile away. And this is no different. Because in Kennedy's time, in 1962, they were trying to paint him, or 61, 62, they were trying to paint him as this communist sympathizer. Right. As this guy... Who wasn't being hard on the rest. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Who was so soft, who was just going to hand over the country to them. Right. Who was just going to, you know... Before I, ju- I just long, watched the episode of Mad Men where he got killed. Yeah. I cried. Before long, uh, you know, our elections are going to be controlled by the Russians. Right. <laughs> what an inventive scare that is. Right. 
I don't and understand. So they they called Kennedy a treason, uh, a traitor for wanting to have peace talks with Khrushchev and talk things out about how to to esco- how to properly deal with the fact that they, these were two world superpowers with the same nuclear technology. Right. How they were going to work and basically not end up in keep folks in non- alive. Yeah, exactly. Not end up in annihilation. Right. And I don't feel like we're at that doorstep of nukes could fly at any minute between Putin and Trump. Right. But I do feel like, as far as economic things go, but the idea as of, far as China of Putin being the enemy—that's what I don't get either. Well, like all these people that are like, "Holy shit, it's treason to sit down with Putin." Fucking since when? Who? who because like, they've undergone they, like because Russia, they've undergone un, undergone two years of brainwashing of. Russians hacked our elect- election. Jared Kushner met w- with Russians two weeks before the election. Of uh, Ivanka uh, has ties to a Russian billionaire. Of she's Trump. a millionaire, of course she does. Tr- Trump <laughs> wants to own or open. Uh, Ten a years ago, o- tried to open a hotel in Moscow. Right. Okay. And they've been fed Trump Russia bad. Trump Putin Russia bad. Trump bad. <laughs> Trump bad. And eventually Russia, just bad. believe it. Putin bad. Putin, bad. Trump, Russia, peeing, piss, bad. <laughs> right. And until they've been so... Everybody, this is everyone in our country. It's, it, there, if ever there was a term for the zeitgeist, like, it's in the zeitgeist. Exactly. Like, and, it's just and luckily, Russia, people bad. Like, people like you, like, people like uh, myself, people like our listeners, know it's junk. It's garbage. Mind games. It's, it's right. simply, it's propaganda. Right. It's brainwashing. Right. But for the average person out there... It's holy it's, shit. It's yeah. they have learned to associate simply through repetition. Yeah, Trump, <laughs> Putin, Russia, bad. It's the oldest trick in the book. It really is. Absolutely. I, uh, well, if you want to memorize something, what do you do? You repeat, repeat it over, it and, over, over and over yeah. and over and over again yeah. until it becomes fucking muscle memory, mm-hmm. and the brain is no different. And so when you repeat something to the brain over and over again, Trump, Putin, Russia, bad. Trump, Putin, Russia, bad. <laughs> Trump, Putin, Russia, bad. Right. Then. What happens? We're all, we all it's muscle it. memory now. Yeah, yeah. The the best Facebook status I saw this past week was from a fellow uh, Amazon seller. He's a, he's a million dollar seller, and he posted, and you know, and I caught up to it. I check Facebook like once a day, twice a day, and I caught up to it after it was like ninety seven comments. <laughs> and he posted. He goes, he goes. The Russians could have could have wiped their balls with our election ballots, and I still wouldn't give a shit. And of course, of course, of you course, know, out of the woodwork, yeah, you know, comes all of the, yeah. How dare you? Yeah. You know, it's just like because if like, you don't, if you don't voice your opinion as a comment on some idiot status, <laughs> then all the other idiots might accept it as gospel truth. So you better right. fucking voice your opinion. Right, shoot that down immediately. <laughs> oh, it was, it's it's poison. The, it's trash. The world, specifically the first world, would be a lot. Better off without social media. <laughs> if if no, if when we were using social media, yeah, we when we saw a comment that rubbed us the wrong way or we didn't agree with, we were like, douchebag, and move the fuck on. And just move on. Yeah, they should just add a button that that does something for you, but no one else. 
Maybe. Like maybe a Chrome extension that there's just an I hate this button. Yeah. And then you can, ca- like at the end of the year, yeah. you could just go to a page and it would say, you hated a billion things on Facebook. And you would have the satisfaction of knowing that that guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah. But it wouldn't, it wouldn't, then you wouldn't get in, ca- yeah. sucked into the law. For me, it would be a Chrome extension <laughs> where you, you clicked on it and you were like, this is degeneracy. That's right. And, this you know, degen- the degeneracy button. You I like found 58,000 <laughs> instances of degeneracy <laughs> on the internet on this year. That's right. Ah. <laughs> uh, that's a great idea. Anyway, so so to sum up the whole <laughs> Trump, Putin, Russia thing, that really is where it's coming from. When I look at this, I don't see anything other than an average meetup that's going to hap- happen two or, one or two times during a president's right. uh, term in office, right. which is you have to meet up with kind of a rival head of state. Right. And right now, there are only two powers in the world that rival the United States as far as uh, the economy and the military. And China not even and military, not even military. It's almost all economic. But uh, Russia controls vast amounts of the heartland. Um, I've talked on this program before about heartland theory, um, about how if the the theory is that if you control all the territory, all the territory from Germany mm-hmm. through Russia, Kiev, all the way through the Balkan states into the Middle East, down through Afghanistan and Iran, right. to the Indian Ocean. If you can control that giant fertile crescent, let's put it. Uh, listeners might know what the fertile crescent is, that right? That landmass, yeah. Right? If you can, in the Middle East, if you can control that yeah. heartland of Eurasia, right. you control the world. Well, it works in risk. No, I, I, it absolutely does. Um, unfortunately, the I've one, won many times that way. The one solid, uh, one of the one solid strategies in risk... Uh, Control Australia and Thai, uh, what is it? Thailand. That's control right. Thailand and Australia <laughs> doesn't all, doesn't work in real life. Sounds great. Doesn't work. Sounds great. Okay. Doesn't work. We've tried it. Not great. <laughs> anyway, uh, so if you control that area, right, you can control You're the, the economy power. of the world. Yeah. It's the whole, the whole Silk Road area. Yeah, and it's true. You, What's this you, got to do with Bitcoin? <laughs> anyway, so Russia controls a lot of that, which yeah. is why they're constantly the bad guy, or have been for the past hundred years. Everybody wants to slice, really, that since pie. World War One. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, and so, so they kind of have just because of their geographic location, they have no choice but to be the bad guy. But uh, China, because of their control of the Pacific Ocean and their, you know, their ability to manufacture things, their their economic manufacturing power, right, are also a, a huge world power. Yeah. But supposedly, both, did both, you hear him talking about that on No Agenda? Hold on. Both 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 of them very um both of those those states very technological advanced as well, Russia right. and China. Right. So, those are the only threats to the United States. So, we don't want to do that to China. We don't want to make China the supervillain because we depend a lot on on them to manufacture things for us. It's a it's it's a very give and take between us and China as far as our economy. We buy a shit our economy thrives on cheap fucking goods. Yes, yes, it does. Okay, our economy thrives on disposable culture, mm-hmm. meaning we buy something for a dollar, it lasts us a week. We buy another thing for a dollar in another week, as yep. opposed to buying something for fifty dollars that lasts us three years. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. That's what China allows us to do as an economy here in the United States and allows the average person to be able to live 
above the level of poverty compared to the rest of the world because we have such cheap goods and right. labor coming Just from keep overseas in China. Dollar. Yeah. So the only real bad guy we can make is Russia. And we do that simply because if Russia didn't have any um, competition or didn't have that giant big brother constantly keeping <laughs> them down, Russia would would almost by de fact rule the world. Right. Uh, what would be so bad about that, though? Let's be honest. Like, <laughs> I don't want to wear a hat with fur on it all the time. <laughs> And having to have the having to have my grandma turn into the, one of those Russian nesting dolls that would be weird. <laughs> There's a lot of sausages I hear, some weird smells, and I'm not a vodka guy. Right. I'm just not a vodka guy. You, you, that's right. Yeah. You reject the idea of clear alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and all their women are beautiful until they get pregnant, and then they turn to ugly ogres. <laughs> Then hide under bridges and wait for children, <laughs> wait for naughty children to come along. Do they? Is that true? That's true. Know. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> you get a Russian girl pregnant, she gives birth nine months later, and then immediately scurries under a bridge <laughs> to scare bad children. Uh, anyway, you were, mentioned, you were about to mention something with uh, No Agenda, um, a show we're both fans of, um, and uh, China. Yeah, what was... Oh, that it's a possibility that, that a big portion of their... Because we've been hearing for a decade, like you want to talk about the zeitgeist, the wash, rinse, and repeat. Like we've been hearing for a decade that China has this beat in almost every economic aspect yeah, yeah, possible. Yeah, it, there's apparently some evidence and some theory and some discussion about how that might all be, or not all be, but a mm-hmm. big portion of that might be smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Well, you know that from a lot of the. Uh, you can tell that from a lot of the construction. Because what does China have to lose? I mean, of course they want us to think that. Yeah, they want yeah, everybody to think yeah. that. Well, it started in the '90s with uh, with Bill Clinton, um, right? And the supposedly well, the big thing I remember my parents talking about was, and this idea, and again, maybe this was like a media thing or a right wing thing, whatever, was that Bill Clinton was giving our secrets to the Chinese. Yeah, that that I remember that so vividly, being like a five year long just battle cry, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, of Clinton's giving our secrets to the Chinese. Do you know whatever we've supposed to do? You know what it's a secret. Do you know what it was? Do you know what it was? No. 1995. Uh huh. 94. A great. 94 or 95? No, it was, no, definitely 95. Um, there's a U.S. destroyer that's bombed. Uh huh. And uh, by terrorists, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, something like 20 servicemen, some 20 military men. They re- didn't they run died. a boat into the side of it or something? Uh, I'm, I'm I I don't remember, but it was uh the USS Cole, right? And it turns out after uh, of course no one knew this at the time, but we know it now. Um, no one talks about it, and you know you'll never hear it on the mainstream media. But it, it was carried out by agents of Mossad. Mm-hmm. It was the Israeli government who bombed the United States carrier. Well, that's impossible. Israel is our friends, Matt. And almost immediately. <laughs> A U.S. fighter was lost in China. A U.S. jet, fighter jet, right? Okay. Was lost in China. Just on some routine mission of some sort? Or? A flying mission. It had technical issues. Had to go down in China. And the Chinese government took a hold of it. Then there, if, So they got the technology of one fighter you jet. May not remember, you may not remember. Well, you may not remember this, but it was, it was a huge deal. And this was right after the bombing of the U.S. coal. Right. And... Uh, and for about a year afterwards, 
uh, everybody talked about how the Chinese had gotten a hold of our fighter jet technology oh, and were replicating it. And about how Bill Clinton was personally, uh, he was it, was, it was his fault. He was personally responsible for that fighter jet going down in China. Right. Meanwhile, he's just getting a beach in the in the Oval Office. Meanwhile, Monica's <laughs> taking care of him. Right. He's sticking cigars all over the place, just where they don't <laughs> belong. Doesn't even care. Everywhere but the mouth. He's putting cigars. Right. They're supposed to stay humid. Not that humid, Bill. <laughs> I don't know if... <laughs> I'm a fan of a good stick myself. Yeah. And I can tell you, that's not good for the cigar. Yeah. It's going to ruin the flavor. Uh-huh. Okay. And it's going to get too wet. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I don't care how old or dried up she is. Be like the Sahara down there. That ain't right. Musty. That's right. <laughs> no one wants a musty cigar. Anyway, except for Bo Glenn, apparently. Don't be rude. About- so the, <laughs> the 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 fighter jet goes down in China. Okay. And it was as big to do in the media. Of course. And everybody forgot about the USS Cole. Well, good for them. And nothing came of it. The coal. No, no, no. Oh, the, the fighter. The fighter jet going down. Right. Right. But everybody made a huge deal about how China was now they they caught they had they have one of our fighter jets they have this they've built a million of them they've got this twenty five year old <laughs> technology now right which F 16s were built they were conceived in the sixties okay <laughs> this right like, you may have gotten the autopilot that's about it <laughs> right like the stealth bombing technology that's all from the sixties just like the space program right, right. we <laughs> haven't progressed our space program. Beyond the 60s. For fuck all. Right. The same with aviation. <laughs> right? Right. Like, the Germans came up with the Concorde, but then we were like, no, that's a little bit too fast. Let's scale it back. Scale it back. <laughs> Bring it back a little bit. <laughs> but think about it. As far as aviation goes, as, uh, and there's, you know, a lot of other things we don't know about, but the Chinese getting a hold of one jet in 1996... <laughs> Does not make them a technological superpower. I'm surprised they haven't flown a thousand of them just over the United States. I mean, <laughs> that's all it would take, Matthew. That's point one. <laughs> point two is that if you know anything about Silicon Valley and right. you know anything about Chinese tech, it's that it follows this pattern. Silicon Valley, great new idea. <laughs> right. Revolutionize the internet. Yeah. Six months of Chinese trying to figure out what the hell is what going it on? is. Right. Great a new Chinese internet. <laughs> like everything that comes out of everything that comes out of Silicon Valley. <laughs> right. Six months to a year later, the China Chinese finds out come how to out, do it for half the fucking price. The Chinese come out and like, we did it. Yep. We did it, guys. Bingo. We have it for you and yeah. with no intellectual o- only four suicides and eighty three child labor camps, but we did it. And guess what? It's it, this is the, the the People's Republic of China. That's right. No intellectual copyright laws. Everything is owned by the state. We don't have to pay Bill Gates a single fucking cent. It's amazing. And that's what happens. That so so yeah. That is the pattern with China and technology. Is that we come up with it first, then they find a way to steal it. But we caught on a while ago. We come up with something first. We find a way to give it to them, right? With a fucking backdoor, <laughs> and that is far. As so, far did as, Bill Clinton pioneer that idea? Then, I guess while Bill Clinton was getting beaches and playing saxophone in the Oval Office, <laughs> he might have inadvertently made us so that we have the upper hand on China forever. There and, is only sex. And here's the th- here's the, here's the caveat. Everybody talks about how China has so much of our debt, 
Right. <laughs> but but there's so much more. Don't get us wrong, American people. There's plenty to go around. The Chinese have a lot of it, but you carry way fucking much more. But but no. But who was I want to know who the fucking shady shyster because this guy this guy's probably making like a hundred billion dollars on Amway right now with multi-level marketing because he knows how to sell things to like just sell people to people. Right. Is because like who was the idiot Chinese financial advisor who was like, oh yeah, oh uh-huh. uh, Federal Reserve, yeah, a good money, I'll, I'll buy it now. Yeah. Like, don't they know this is funny money? Don't That's they right. know this is this, this is, is smoke and mirrors? You're exactly. buying a joke, exactly. <laughs> So you're buying U.S. bonds. You're buying U.S. Treasury bonds. Right. And you just so happen to have, you know, $10 trillion worth of U.S. Treasury bonds. <laughs> if anything happens to the United States, it's worth zero. That's right. And it Guess fucking, what? You can cash them in for thirty-seven fifty right the fuck now. It's fucking... It, no, it's fucking worth absolute zero in a fucking snap of Thanos' finger. Right. Okay? <laughs> because if anything happens, like... It's over. Yeah. So the gig's up. The amount of... Uh, so... The the people who say that the Chinese have leverage over us, I don't. I'm not. Really, I it's only uh, in commerce. If if anything, it's only in the fact of like because they can mass fucking produce it. Well, it's it's only in the fact of like imagine let's let's equate it to this because you know restaurants, I don't know restaurants. Yeah, right. It's you have a busy week. You're swamped. Mm-hmm. You're the manager, right? Yeah. You're the sous chef. Yeah. You're okay. Your best guy calls you at 10 a.m. <laughs> Two hours before he's been been in for a shift. Yeah. And he's like, dude, I got it. And it's, it's Friday. Right. It's a Saturday, whatever your busiest day is. Man, I feel sick, man. My stomach, man. I yeah. can't. I yeah. can't get into work been today. There. Yeah. This is your horse. This <laughs> yeah. is the guy who can make or break a shift, right? Right. I can't come in today. <laughs> and it's a Thursday afternoon. <laughs> and you're like, uh, so you're sick, huh? And he's like, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> and like... <laughs> Tell you what, you want to go sleep for a couple more hours and come in at four o'clock? Oh, okay, man. I'll 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 try that. And then he comes in at four o'clock. He's your horse. He's your fucking slave. Right. He's the guy who it's gonna make helps it. you out so much. But you give him a little leeway because <laughs> guess what? He's your best producer. Right. Right. You let him walk in the door at ten minutes after, and you don't say anything. Right. <laughs> right. You let him, you know, do whatever. Right. Because. You need him. You you need him to to not have your shift fail, right? To have a good service, right? In the same way, you need China, but at any point, China needs to know that you can pull the plug and you can fire them and find somebody else. It might suck for a while, right? You know, because you don't have a China. Exactly. Like Taiwan may have to take you know, or, <laughs> or up on infrastructure or, a little or, bit. Or guys. Bangladesh and Thailand may have to take some time off from producing all those lady boys <laughs> and put them to work in factories. <laughs> but you could it could happen. Right. 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 <laughs> There's three billion people in Southeast Asia. It's not hard to find somebody else. Right. <laughs> That's why when jump one jumps off the roof, we're just kinda like, yeah, well. Yeah. Zero days without accident. Do a flip. <laughs> Uh, well, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a minute, and Matt's gonna get us some more rum and coke. Oh, okay. Light on the rum for me, Matthew. If you like. Sure. Right. 
well, then you just copy and paste the name into, well, into Reddit. <laughs> I like to use Bing. Really? Yeah. I've heard that it's better for uh, prawn, but I haven't. What's prawn? <laughs> P-R-0-N. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I only, I only look at MILFs these days. If they don't have a belly, they don't. I'm not interested. Yeah. I just, I got to have... You know, a mature woman body type. <laughs> Welcome to Give That Some Lies, part two. No, I'm totally, I'm being totally serious. Really? Yeah. Oh. I only, yeah, I got to have a little so, extra. So tight skin. I'm almost to like so looking t- at the fat chicks that you do. Tight bodies, smooth skin. No, no. Everything no. where it's supposed to be. No, stretch marks. <coughs> a C-section scar really helps. Really? Yeah. During doggy style, you got to see at least one hemorrhoid, maybe two. <laughs> I mean, I got that out. That's disrespectful. That's that's degeneracy. That's degenerately disrespectful. Here's the headline. That's gonna hit himself another cigarette. Thanks for the rum, by the way. You're um, welcome. Here the we go. Ins- the in- that's right. What if every episode's rum cast? Then we finally created the podcast Matthew always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> then we <laughs> the, we end <laughs> we end the program with being like, "Thanks for listening, everybody out there in cirrhosis land." Oh, that's right. No, your liver was built to handle alcohol. I've got a doctor's appointment. Did I tell you about that? No. Yeah, I got an appointment for a checkup. Really? Yeah, I called Dano actually. I, I so I called his guy. Cause I don't know. I'm fucking thirty. I've never been to a doctor. I don't. I don't know where to start. And he's when like, "When was the last time you went to the doctor?" <laughs> I I went to urgent care for a horrible sinus infection I had maybe three years ago. I've been to urgent care two or three, half a dozen times in the past decade. I would say. Right. But other than that, the and, they're, last... and they're like, Matt, we've told you, just stop drinking. Well, they're I... like your blood pressure. <laughs> Your weight, right? You know you, the general smell, the vibe in the room. <laughs> no, all negative, sir. Yeah, yeah. all ne- not well, except for the weight. It's extremely positive. <laughs> the blood pressure, some of the most positive. We're doing huge I'm things in blood pressure. On my fast, by the way. I don't care. Oh, fuck off. Anyway, uh, I'm proud of myself. I'm any- making changes. Yeah, uh, another twenty, and my dick will be an inch longer. Really? That's just science. Oh. What if you lost 100 pounds? It would be like five inches longer? They say, I think the ratio is, they say every 20 pounds is an inch. So so if I gained 400 pounds <laughs> and then lost it. <laughs> no, but you would lose it as you gained it. Because that's, you okay. gain fat down there. That's so the I gained thing. 400 pounds, I lose five inches. <laughs> but then I lose 400 pounds and I gain, and <laughs> I gain 15 inches. Have, if you, my heard, math is have right. you heard Adam Carolla's rule for measuring the penis? <laughs> no. Have I told you this before? No, but I'm, maybe. I don't know. You measure from the center of the <laughs> asshole to just beyond the tip. <laughs> yeah. That's right. No, I've, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've yeah. <laughs> Got it. And I'm a, I'm a solid eight and a half. Got it. By that measurement. Yeah. <clears throat> is it is it directly through the body or is it like around the curvature of the body? Just whatever a ruler is able to... Okay. Yeah. I imagine you have to be in some sort of twink pose, sort of legs spread. 
Have you never run across gay porn by mistake? Uh, no. I, I really. I I mean, in all seriousness, you never you never clicked on a video thinking it was a dude and chick, and then it's two dudes. No, it's never happened for you. Unless you're talking about like no, no. Okay. No. I mean, I'm proud of you. Yeah. I I mean, it's happened. I'm not yeah. ashamed. Maybe but, I watched it. But whatever, the, you know. The, I don't. There are people too. The the large breasted women and gay stuff doesn't oh, have a huge crossover. That's you know true. What I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. gays are all. It's all very. Yeah. Gays are the best looking people. I tell you. I really. I, well, generally, because there's there's bears, you know, which are you would be a bear. Yeah. If you were gay. Yeah. Um, and then there's otters, which are thinner bears. I think with a little less hair. Okay. But not quite, you know, like Twink style. Because mm-hmm. Twinks are, sure. are really... We need to get Kyle back on the show so he can explain. I think the last time <laughs> terminology. we talked about bears and gays and Twinks and otters <laughs> was when Kyle was on the show. Well, see, so it's been a minute. Yeah. So we got to get him Yeah, get him back on. I'm sure there's there's several more terminologies for, They're for probably different at this point. things of gayness. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Anyways, I like them because they're they're super complimentary of me. Oh my the gays? god! Oh, the gays yeah. love me. Yeah, and because if I, you know, and this is why rumcasts are about shows. It, you know, if I have a couple, which I always, if if we're going out with like my wife's friends, mm. who are all degenerate gays, <laughs> I make sure, and they're degenerate not just because they're gays. They're degenerate because <laughs> they are in theater. That's right. <laughs> no, I actually had this thought. This is an episode of Rabbit Trails. But I had this thought the other day. Because my wife... <laughs> and she doesn't listen. At least I hope not. So she just started rehearsals for Newsies. Her her company's doing Newsies. Oh, they're doing Newsies. They are. And I I didn't... I legitimately... Because I don't... If you just say a Broadway... Extra, extra, read all about it. No one fucking cares. <laughs> if you... I'm not the type of dude where if you say a Broadway show to me, I know what it's about. That's not, yeah. that's never been my niche. Yeah. Now, I've always held it over my wife. I'm like, when Kanye writes a Broadway musical, you're going to have to fucking do it because you know he will at some point in his career. He's that stupid. Yeah. But, <laughs> and so she, she just started rehearsal for Newsies. And, but and, Newsies, that's about people who sort by new, right? <laughs> Is this loss? I, uh, so i messaged her the other day while she was at rehearsal and i was like i was like what is newsies about because i don't fucking know you Mm -hmm. know she you can mention a broadway show to her and she knows what it's about which is sad but but i was like what's it about child labor and she's like she's like well it's about these newsboys that try and unionize and it's you know little guy type story And I shit you not. I'm it's ma- like it's like Annie, but with actual real problems. I see. I don't fucking know what Annie's about. Annie is about this girl who makes a billionaire fall in love with her. It's secretly a story about pedophilia, but no people don't know that. People don't admit it. Um, but Annie is about this 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 billionaire uh-huh. takes in her and her orphanage, and uh-huh. everybody has a good time. <laughs> but Newsies is about how men who are in the same situation, i.e., boys, i.e., these are about young girls in, a, in an orphanage. Right. These are about young boys on the street in the hard life having to make money for themselves, right? Right. Who, you know, who then, instead of whoring themselves out to a billionaire, right. they go out and they make money. Oh, how dare them. You know, you know what I'm saying? Well, so it's she- the ultimate tale of capitalism. <laughs> it's beautiful. Well, she's like, she's like, they decide to unionize. And I literally. <laughs> 
I messaged right back and I said, I said, why is every Broadway show about a socialist pipe dream or a, uh, what was it? A socialist pipe dream or glorifying promiscuity? (laughs) Because they all fucking are. Yeah. And what gets on my goddamn last nerve (laughs) is that everybody that's in theater is like, like all these fuckers that watch the Tonys every year and people that are really into it, they're like, oh, theater, Matthew. Theater is the last place people can be honest. I'm like, fuck you. Kanye West went on Twitter and said that blacks don't have to vote Republican. So don't tell me about fucking art. (laughs) Like, it just gets on my nerves because it's like, no, that's they're all the same story. Yeah. A socialist pipe dream or glorifying promiscuity. Except... Every one of them. Except for My Fair Lady. See, I don't... What's that about? I don't... <laughs> I've told you this before. You may not remember it because of rum. <laughs> or because you don't listen when I talk. Many people don't listen when I talk. It's fine. <laughs> I've accepted it. Um, My Fair Lady. Yeah. It's the best musical there it is. Now, yeah. I grew up in a Rodgers and Hammerstein household. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. We had at least a dozen... Show of, me on the doll where Rodgers touched you. <laughs> we had at least a dozen of those... Two volume VHSs. Yeah. Remember those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the extra. We had the thick. one for Sound of Music. Okay, it. yeah, we did too. Yeah. Uh, but the same thing. We had about a dozen of them, and they were musicals. Rodgers and Hammerstein. Right. Well, my sister, my older sister Jean, she loved them. She watched them all the time. Right. Uh-huh. We all had. Well, our, we'd see what happened there. We all. <laughs> <coughs> it's a joke because she's been on the program. <coughs> I love you, Jean. I'm just kidding. We've all had our TV time. Right. Growing up, and for me in my house, it was. Hey, you get to this afternoon. You get to watch what you wanted because Jean watched what she wanted last afternoon. Okay, right. That that sort of thing. Trade it off. So I sat through the Sound of Music. Meet me in St. <laughs> Louis. Uh, many of those Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay, many of those types of of productions. I, <laughs> I I know I know them. Okay, right. Um, meet me in St. Louis, and the Sound of Music was a particular favorite. I've seen those many times through osmosis. My Fair Lady, though, was another one. Now, if you don't know My Fair Lady, My Fair Lady is basically She's All That. You know, are you familiar with the movie She's All That with Freddie Prince Jr.? I don't think so. Where this dorky girl, okay, the story is dorky goes, girl goes to high school. Right. Chad, popular dude, captain of the football team, is like, takes a bet from the, his other friends. I bet I can transfer this dorky girl from zero into a hot girl. to prom queen. I yeah. bet I can make her into the prom queen by the end of the year. Right. He does it. He falls in love with her. They, you know, fall in love. Bang. My fair. It's <laughs> it's 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 been aped. Uh, black movies have done it. Can't yeah. buy me love. Yeah. Okay. Um, a a lot of. I thought it was Medea goes to high school. A lot of. <laughs> a lot of this. It's a it's a trope in Hollywood. Okay, with right. like teeny bopper yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in My Fair Lady, uh, <laughs> the 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 confirmed bachelor. Rex Harris, who's played by Rex Harrison, right? right? Plays Henry Higgins. And he, with his posh friends, right? All right. upper class Londonites, he makes a friends with, with with his buddy, his best friend, that he could he could take all these posh Londonites are so fake and so vile right. and so see through. He could take <clears throat> anybody off the streets right. and transform them into one of them because all they are is their manners and customs. They're not really any people of any real substance. Right. Take it from zero to hero. So he f- gets the flower girl, right? <laughs> Eliza Doodlittle, who's right. played by Audrey Hepburn. 
Oh, okay. I do love Aubrey yes. Hepburn. And he takes her from being this. Speaking of that, I ran across Betty Page's nudes the other day. My goodness. He takes her <laughs> from being this living in the in the slum, right? Living in the gutter, flower girl, right? right? Who can barely scrape by with an alcoholic father and everything else, uh-huh. and makes her into Mahira. a London socialite. Yeah. Eventually, she gets found out as the gutter trash that she is. <laughs> but he decides he still loves her and wants her to come with him. Uh-huh. All this through the fact that she's being suited by this other guy who is an, another London socialite who hold loves on, her. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It, this, this is a musical? Yes. That has a love triangle? Yes. Are you serious? I'm serious. I think that's the only one. If you don't count the other 10,000, yes. Anyway. They glorify promiscuity. Oh, absolutely. Anyway. They give women the idea they can have more than what they want. Yeah. So she she right. decides at the end of it all, she's going to go, she's going to stay with the guy who gave her trauma-based mind control, Rex Harrison, <laughs> as Henry Higgins. And the end of the movie. Yeah. The, or the end of the play, I should say. Mm-hmm. I've seen it in the in the movie version with Rex Harrison and Audrey Hepburn, but the end of it, he sits down in his easy chair. She, She's all like, I gave up everything for you, and now I'm this person you made me to be, and right. I don't know where to be, <laughs> and I don't know what, to, what, what I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to do. And his response is to sit down in his easy chair in his study uh-huh. as she's railing against him, uh-huh. <laughs> kick off his shoes, right. put his foot, feet up on the ottoman, All right. put his hands behind his head, close his eyes, and say, Eliza... With the devil are my slippers. She bends down, <laughs> picks up his shoes, kind of looks off screen with a resigned look on her face, uh-huh. and goes to get his fucking slippers. I think I just got And hard. it ends. That sounds amazing. <laughs> the whole thing is an ode to uh, uh, men controlling women, and at the very uh-huh. end, it's like the modern day equivalent of being like, Bitch, where the fuck my shit at? <laughs> and it's the greatest musical ever. <laughs> Your sister's gonna hate when she hears that. She still, Jean, still listen. Yeah. Do you know the song "The Rain in Spain Falls Mainly on the Plane"? Have you ever heard or no? I've heard that phrase, but that's it's from that musical. Ah, oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. No, no, uh, notable hits: "The Streets Where You Live" or "The Street Where You Live." Uh, I could have danced all night. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, what, what's uh, uh, I'm getting married in the morning? Tremendous. I don't fuck with musicals, man. Tremendous. Tremendous musical. But like I've always told my wife, when Kanye writes one, yeah, she's gonna see the biggest fundamental shift in who I am. Well, I guess when <laughs> Kanye finally writes his musical, My Fair Lady will become the number two. <laughs> Broadway tale of male superiority. <laughs> right, because the other one will be whatever the fuck Kanye's musicals are. Yeah, called. will be yeah. just yees. Yeah. Well, I said that to somebody the other day, and they're like, they're like, yeah, I guess I guess I could see him doing that. And I was like, no, 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 no. Press pause. 808's and Heartbreak is a musical right the fuck now. Yeah. All you got to have are actors in a storyline. Yeah. That is the best album, Matthew. Because it, that it, was my first once it a doesn't, year, it doesn't, and I'll never forget it. It doesn't I'll matter. Never forget it. When they say weed is a memory loss drug, not this fucking yeah. time. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not a question of if Kanye West is going to make a musical. It's when Kanye West decides to take an interest in Broadway. Bro, oh, and then and, it'll happen. and it will happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know how he yeah, he circle jerks about his fucking 
shoes and art and yeah. Yeezy and yeah, he he'll do it. Here's, I think I think I really think one day he'll do it. Yeah. Here's what we need to do. We need to start an internet flame war between like a couple Tony winners and Kanye West. That's right. Like, whoever is like the big wigs on Broadway right now. Yeah. And I don't know the names. Uh, yo, why would anyone? We need we need to get like <laughs> Steve. I'm not sure if Steven Sondheim is still alive, but get him on Twitter talking <laughs> trash on Kanye West, and then Kanye will come back and be like, "Bitch, I can do it better than you." Right. And then, and then go write a musical. It'll be That's the next right. Hamilton or <laughs> Wicked. Right. Uh. Anyhow. Yeah, I don't remember what I was saying. Uh, you were about to talk about this article that you dug I up. I was, yeah, but I thought it was hands up mouth. I don't remember. <laughs> Anyways, rum. Rumcast, yeah. That's... Hmm. It's from theinsider.com. <laughs> Here's the headline. <laughs> You're going to love this. All right. <laughs> Furious Moms. Unleash on Target and Walmart over, quote, hooker style shorts for kids. <laughs> that's that's a real headline. I, well, the funny thing is, here, you need to see these. The, I'm not sure. Is that what hookers wear? Okay, so that's, to uh, me, that's what that's what somebody wears to... To bed? <laughs> that's what somebody wears to play basketball in the 1970s. To right, me. right. But I guess chicks are wearing them. Like if you're a dude and you or, can or a chick, you probably see the bottom half of their butt cheeks. Yeah, yeah, right. Just because all the all the emphasis on the buttocks these days. I, which I know you're not a fan and of. And everybody be doing squats and stuff. Parents are saying Target's athletic shorts are inappropriate for young girls. Target is being accused of selling hooker type shorts for teen girls in a parenting Facebook post that has since gone viral. Okay, Matthew. so these aren't hooky, hook hooker type shorts. Okay, it doesn't seem like it. Um. It's it's a it's a short athletic short, much like uh, it's it's you know, not quite a brief, but uh, it's it's like the boy shorts sort of underwear right. look for women, right? But it it looks like an athletic short from the nineteen seventies, and I don't I don't see how <laughs> it's a problem, except for certain women who want to make an issue of it, and it's not right. I, I don't I don't know. You people, can't ever control a man's eye. People go out which in public. Which is what women have been brain fed for a hundred years that they can do through their clothing. Yeah. you can't. Yeah. You can't. It's the same principle as a, as a young boy who grabs a stick and it's a gun. Yeah. And that that's a real thing. Well, so my son does. Yeah. But it, it's the same principle. As, as much as I want to tell him that that's not a gun or dress differently so he thinks it's not a gun. Yeah. No. Well, nope. <coughs> he sees what he sees. 400 years ago, it would have been a sword, right? Yeah, exactly. You know? It's not. It's it's no different. Um. Anyway, uh, this doesn't seem to be a, a big deal to me. It's it's these these women are getting up in arms over, uh, this clothing. But but is this specifically marketed to teenage girls? Apparently, and that's what the Facebook. But see, post, here's the thing: makes. all. All clothing is marketed specifically to teenage girls. There's a very small market of the of the the clothing industry of the the what do you call it the textile industry, right? Right. That's not marketed to teenage girls. I mean, think about it. Everything in our culture, almost everything in our culture, <laughs> is marketed to people Music. between the ages of fifteen <laughs> and twenty one. Right. They're the biggest spenders. 
Or the because ones that influence spending the well, most. They're the ones that influence spending the most because they're the ones who are like, hey, buy me this thing. And then they have their own money, which is disposable right. because they're usually on somebody else being taken care of by somebody, somebody else. Somebody else's dime, yeah. So then they, they can buy the money or the, not buy the money. They buy can the buy goods, the, yeah. the, the, the whatever is, the useless fucking thing is. Right. Like pop music. Or, or <laughs> shorts that are too short, right? Right. To me, though, though... Those are nothing different than what you'd see a kid wearing in PE in 1981. Right. So, Dudes wore much shorter shorts. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's very yeah. disturbing. Like I said, I, I've been watching through Mad Men again. And, and it really is. It's a family utopia. Yeah. She stays at home. But I, I did just watch the episode where Betty confronts him mm-hmm. and then leaves. It's very sad. If you want to watch a family utopia... <laughs> I just, no, 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 The Handmaid's Tale is next for me, Matt. I, <laughs> I just finished. <laughs> fucking horrible show. I just finished a great show. Uh-huh. I really enjoyed it. Well, I didn't finish it. I caught up to where it is currently. Uh-huh. Finished the second season of Man in the High Tower. What's that about? So Man in the High Tower is on uh, Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. It's uh, one of their flagship shows. Um, tells the story. It's a Philip K. Dick story um, about what would have happened if the uh, Nazis won World War II. And so... Really? No one's addressed that before. The Rocky In the Rocky Mountains is a neutral zone. And the Pacific states, from like Las Vegas West, is controlled by the Japanese. And from Colorado East is controlled by the Nazis. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Can we sign up for that now? And I got to tell you, after I finished <laughs> the second episode, I... One of the main characters, uh-huh. open group and Fuhrer, John Smith, who has this <laughs> picturesque family, right? Right. He even has a thick, red-headed wife with big old boogers. <laughs> Not quite Christina Hendricks tier, yeah. but about two notches below it. Right. So real, so damn close. My wheelhouse. <laughs> like, like... One day, there's Matthew, Christina I'm here Hendricks. To tell you, there's Christina Hendricks. You'll find yourself a, a redhead with big boobies. There's Christina Hendricks, and then she's right there with Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, so I, I find myself like as I'm watching finishing the sep- second episode, I'm like, man, this this open group for your Smith, like, it's got it all. I, I like this guy. Like this guy's <laughs> doing it right. Like, he's got family. Like it, there's this one breakfast scene table with him and his children, and he's like, you know. Like they respect him, <laughs> they listen to him. What he says the now first speaking my language. They listen Holy to what shit. he says the first time. Yeah, you know they yeah. don't fight with each other. His <laughs> wife gives him a loving looks and and follows his advice. <laughs> Let me tell you, that's a fucking pipe dream. I finished the second season. Yeah, and the whole thing is supposed to be like you you hate the Nazis, right? It's it's and the main one of the main characters the uh, the main character is this. Uh, feminist uh, chick who has two guys on a string, a love triangle, right? Right. She's you she's don't say independent In media. Yeah, she's independent, right? And she's kicking ass. Uh huh. And she loves this one guy, uh-huh. but she also has a boyfriend over here, oh. and they're both on opposite sides of it, right? One guy's Can't a Nazi. Which one she wants the other one guy's a Nazi. The other guy's a part of the resistance. Uh huh. Tale as old as time. <sighs> Uh, it's really Beauty and the Beast if Castan had gotten more handsy. It's for being honest. <laughs> anyway, 
but that motherfucker had a dozen eggs for breakfast. But at the end, so I'm damn wrong. Broken. Wrong. We'll come back to that point. But at the end of it, <laughs> I'm thinking I'm I'm watching the last the credits roll on the last episode of of season two, and I'm thinking to myself, man, open group of fear of John Smith. Uh-huh. I, I love that guy. He's the <laughs> best part of this. He's the best part of the show. Like it's blatant, obvious, like. Trump is a Nazi, women first propaganda. But I'm at the end of it, I'm like, damn. He's got it. <laughs> These Nazis. They know what they're talking about. Was it five dozen eggs? It was five dozen was five, eggs. That's right. Yes, it wasn't yeah, a dozen eggs. Dozen. But he, I think I could eat five dozen eggs. He eats five Shit dozen eggs. Shit you not, I think I could eat five dozen eggs. He eats five dozen, e- five dozen eggs every morning to help him so grow large. Much, so much. They're so good. You had so many things to them. Five dozen eggs is 60 eggs. Do you think you could eat 60 eggs? In a sitting? If I'm prepared for it, I think so. 60 eggs? That ain't that much. I've eaten like six at a time. Five cartons of eggs. Two I think flats. So. I yes, think but so. that's you've eaten six at a time. But this is ten times that amount. <laughs> Do you understand math, sir? But, but that wasn't that hungry. That's what I'm saying. I, I think if I prepared for it, I think I could eat five dozen eggs. Hmm. Are you prepared for what your the the flatulence that would happen afterwards? <laughs> well, <clears throat> I got one more point that we can talk about. Okay. Uh and really and I will mention his name. I I didn't think I was going to mention his name, but I'll mention his name. Because we need to get him on the show again anyways. West Coast Turn Midwest correspondent mm. Colin. Yeah. I posted, uh, and it was from a blog, like I don't even know, it wasn't like a news outlet, but I posted an article about how Amazon had their biggest Prime Day ever, mm-hmm. this past Prime Day. And um, and it was a big stink when the, the crashed and everything, yeah. but they had their biggest Prime Day ever, 36 hours, deals galore. My sales were through the roof. It was awesome. And Cullen... <laughs> I posted the article about how Amazon has their biggest Prime Day. And Colin messages me. <laughs> and he says that uh, that's like saying that a slave owner had their biggest crop of cotton ever. <laughs> of course. Of course. And and I'll be perfectly honest. I, and, and we went round and round about this. Mm-hmm. Because I just don't get it. Because he cited this, and there's this one article. Uh, this well, one there's a story. lot of articles on this one incident. I believe it was a warehouse in Germany or something. It wasn't over here or Denmark yeah. or wherever Where, it was. Like they wouldn't allow their employees they bathroom were breaks in bottles because and yeah, not great. Yeah, not great, right? And I think even Amazon addressed it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I could be speaking out of turn. I don't know that, but it, it wasn't was a company incident. wide policy. It was it was yeah, right. This one center or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and I said I was like. That being said, and that was wrong, and I think Amazon said that was wrong. I was like, that being said, their warehouse jobs, at least here, every single job that I've seen posted starts at 18 bucks an hour. Yeah. They pay health benefits if you work over 30 hours a week, which I don't think happens at your job. It hasn't happened at any of my jobs where no. you get health benefits for 30 hours. Well, there's a reason more. for that. There's a reason for that, and I can tell you that. Continue with what you well, were I saying, mean, but but come back to that I point. I was just making the comparison me. that it's a warehouse job. It's not great, 
And I even said this to Colin. I was like, there are a thousand complaints you can make about Jeff Bezos, the individual, and and Amazon as a whole. Mm -hmm. What they're doing to commerce. Um, Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post, which I think is a fucking sham. Like, I... I don't know that I'd argue that it should be illegal, but it's it's kind of like, well, that's your fucking mouthpiece. Like, yeah, that's not yeah. that's not cool with me. I'll yeah. say, um, when some when one entity controls that much of the market share, exactly, and then is allowed to also control th- that large a share of of a media, media mouthpiece. Yeah, you have you you definitely have um, not not cool. You have you have a recipe for uh, somebody manipulation ab- abuse of powers exactly. Yeah, so you can make a thousand complaints about Amazon and Jeff Bezos, and I'm I'm all ears. Yeah, but the idea that he's a slave owner, that to me seems a bit extreme. Yeah. So my comment on what you just said about whole, about Amazon, if we're talking about uh, Amazon in the marketplace and and Amazon as an entity as a company, if you you made the comment about about their uh, the warehouses, their benefits. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Which again, maybe that's only at specific fulfillment centers. I don't know, but it seems to me that they offer benefits at thirty hours or more. Here's the thing: which is pretty goddamn rare for a warehouse job. Where is Where is Amazon headquarters? Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. This is something interesting that I learned from another podcast, and I looked it up, and it's true that Amazon pays. $24 billion a year uh-huh. to the city of Seattle in taxes. <laughs> so Seattle wants to keep them there. I think Seattle we can draw wants that. to keep them there, but Seattle also puts a lot of caveats onto that, which is why we've seen in the past two or three years Amazon trying so desperately, so hard to find HQ a, number two and all a this. HQ yeah. number two in the Midwest where they can pay drastically or lower taxes and not have to... Twenty-four billion as much be- benefits. Twenty-four billion in taxes. Now, compared to what Amazon's market share, which is what several trillion, right? <laughs> Probably. To, I mean, to what like their? I think their shares are like thirteen hundred bucks <laughs> now. Well, no, uh, compared to compared to Walmart, their <laughs> Walmart is number one in in retail over right. the world. Right. Amazon is number two. Walmart by a wide margin, but but but. I th- I think that Amazon's yearly receipts come out to somewhere somewhere around four I'm uh, sorry four hundred billion dollars right so twenty four billion in taxes off of four hundred billion on four hundred billion <laughs> yeah you can afford it exactly it's <laughs> right you know it's not, not an issue but still you're always looking for something cheaper that's the best especially way. if you yeah. can get away from those laws that say hey you have to you know give this amount of benefits and this this that and the other. So that's one of the reasons I think why Amazon has come up against, you know, human rights abuses. <laughs> I'm not defending Amazon at all. Sure. They're a multinational conglomerate, a uh, giant oh, yeah, corporation. There's a thousand things bad about Amazon. They control a third of the internet. Yeah. Through the cloud and everything else. Yeah. Not not they control a third of internet commerce. They control, control a third of the internet. Yeah, with the cloud. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you know, we host on them, don't we? We do. Amazon, it's the best thing that ever happened to anybody anywhere. <laughs> yeah, weird. This episode won't download. Ain't that some shit? No, Amazon is great. We all love them. I just finished from sucking Jeff Bezos' cock. That's it right. It tastes amazing. Amazing. Like pure gold. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, but yeah, so so yeah. so Amazon is uh, one of those companies where 
they've grown incredibly fast over the past few years. Yeah. And they're going to have hiccups like one warehouse manager in Germany is going to be a cunt. Pistol whip his employees and make them paint <laughs> bottles. Right. You know? Right. Um, probably, and I'm speaking off the cuff here, but probably because, well, if I can make 10 work much harder, then why hire 20? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, again, speaking totally off the cuff, but. That's just that's just sense at that level, horse sense that makes you want to do yeah. those types of things to your Plus, boys. They're Germans. They're probably all com- Hans and Fritz <laughs> are probably and uh, Mohammed are all probably competing over who can put in the best time. That's right, right, and who can be the best employee. Right. They were pissing in bottles, yeah. just to make a shave a few seconds. Exactly off that fulfillment time. That's Fritz right. was like, "You'll see, I don't even have to piss in bottle. <laughs> I keep on moving package." Huh? <laughs> Anyway, yeah, but just that idea that that Bezos is a slave owner, like, eh. because and one of the points that Colin made, he's like, well, Bezos didn't even give, he didn't even do anything philanthropically until a couple of years ago when he when like the internet c- kind of came down on him. Yeah, well, that's great and all, and I'm not saying Bezos is a great dude. Like I said, ownership of the Washington Post, uh, billionaire who automatically is kind of like not on my great list just because they're a billionaire like this pisses me off though he said what to you about phil- uh, philanthropy that uh bezos didn't even give to th- philanthropy until he was pressured a few years back on the internet okay okay so somebody who was I don't al- know if that's true somebody who was already a billionaire was pressured by the internet by the collective of the internet to give away some of his money that's my understanding because he had never given away some of his money before <laughs> That's my understanding. Yes. Do you realize when people like Bill Gates send s- set up the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, right, and pledge it's to, to funnel money? <laughs> well, pledge to give so many billions to right. their foundation. Right. <laughs> a lot of that isn't until they die. Right. So it's like you know, Billy Gates is opening up the will, and he's like, "Oh, I get five billion less." Ho hum. <laughs> Gosh, how will we make it this year? What will I do with all of my dad's houses? <laughs> Melinda, you better start flipping burgers because <laughs> it's getting rough around here. <laughs> so so to say that this person hasn't given hasn't isn't a philanthropist even though they're a billionaire. Right. And that's somehow unfair. Is is like saying that that I'm not a good person because I don't give people the finger. <laughs> To me, if I walk out my apartment and the first person I see, I just give, I just flip just the bird. Immediate finger, yeah. It costs me nothing. <laughs> besides, they don't like me as much. Right. For Jeff Bezos to be like, oh, I, I'm giving a billion dollars to this charity, it's nothing. It is in no way reflective of his character. Right. It's the public image. At yeah. all. Yeah. So I don't see how saying, well, this person's giving so much to charity. Right. Means means anything all, because yeah. for them money is is nothing. It's <laughs> it's 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 nothing. Yeah, they will make more of it tomorrow. They'll have more of it tomorrow. Well, and that's if what not, Colin said too. He's like he's like he's like Bezos makes his every employee on Amazon. And I don't know if this is true. It might be though. He's like Bezos makes every Amazon employee's salary in twenty minutes. Okay, and I'm like. Great, but that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. That means that what that means is that that doesn't mean he's any more or less to of a judge slave them owner. as as a good person <laughs> simply because they give a 
a bunch of money to charity right. means nothing. Because Bill Gates, for instance, has a chokehold on on user interface as far as PCs go from now for the next 50 fucking years. <laughs> the money's never going to stop rolling in for that dude. Right. He may he may plateau at 70 million or 70 billion net worth and keep it right there for tax purposes, which is all he's doing. But right. don't 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 be fooled for one minute. Right. The Gates That's are all having a hard doing. quarter. <laughs> Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has become a thing in the past 10 years because he's trying to get rid of some. Okay? Not because he ha- not because he not because he doesn't want more, it's because he's he has too much. That's right. And it, the the more he has, the more people are like, "Hey, give me money." Anyway, he's never going to run out of money. Yeah. So why not give a fuck ton of it away and make people like you? Because you're you're what you're inventing. You're the Bill and Melinda you're, Gates. You're building wells in Africa that cost seventy five dollars <laughs> a day's wages. Yeah, you're, you're you build ten thousand wells in Africa and all this and, and it supposedly cost you a hundred million dollars. Right. And now everyone on the internet loves you simply right. because you every you sponsor every fucking PBS show. <laughs> No, you're just giving away money that you don't want to have taxed. You're giving away money that would be taxes anyway. Right. So why not spend that money that would be fucking taxes anyway <laughs> on some public goodwill? And Jeff Bezos is just too autistic to have caught up to that game yet. <laughs> he was too focused on, he's like, how can we make this cloud better? Oh shit, I should give away some of the hundred billion. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I control a third of the internet. That's great. Uh, flick, uh, flick, uh, my, flick my thumb three times, uh, spin around twice. Uh, <laughs> I control all this marketing. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's money. That, these billionaires give away money. It's money that would be a taxes anyway. So why do we think better of them simply because they're throwing money right at the government? Well, and it's not even that they're giving money to us because they're not. They're right. giving it to government subsidized programs, five hundred one c threes, right? That masquerade, and we have we've talked about charities on this program before. Yeah, masquerade is charities, yeah. but really just f- fronts. We for need to start cha- money. We need to start the Addison and Matt Foundation, Matt. I'm telling you, I already have the Matt Foundation. It's that bed over there. <laughs> it's doing well. They had a great quarter. Uh, no, but just the idea that he's a slave owner to me is just like well, that's not. I don't. Because and then and then part of the argument that Cullen made, if I'm recalling right, was you know, well, Amazon has killed so many retail jobs, and I'm like, yeah, but also every article and every time somebody factors that in, that's like, they in no way like factor saying, in the jobs that they're creating. Well, but that's also like now saying, are they warehouse jobs or opportune jobs? We can argue that all day long. That's about all how people don't no, want to work in no. warehouses. The saying that Jeff Bezos killed so many retail jobs is like arguing that Lowe's and Home Depot. That Je- it's it's saying that Jeff Bezos Henry Ford killed the horse. <laughs> no, it's that Jeff Bezos killed so many retail jobs by digging up the corpses of those real retail jobs right. and killing them again to make sure they're dead. <laughs> right. Because Walmart and Target and Home Depot killed them all already, already beat you to it. That's right. Yeah. He, like you forget, we came out of the era of the big box store. That's right. Mom and Pop died in the eighties. Yep. And in the 90s and aughts, we had big box store. Now we have no box store. Or bigger box store. Well, just giant. Just a bigger market share. Yeah. Yeah. We, Walmart we, and Target. We, That's it. Well, we've gone from mom and pop to big box to no box. Yeah. And no boxes. Yeah. Anyway. So, it's, no. Got they, that prime box. They didn't. <laughs> Amazon didn't kill the marketplace. 
They're just gaming the system and using the internet to uh, control the marketplace. Doing a bang-up job, job of it. Again, give that some thought. Brought to you by Amazon. <laughs> Thanks for listening. To get 20% off of your Prime subscription, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go to Amazon.com and type in the words... Thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audioland. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.